Turn with me to Psalm 37. I had a different psalm in my mind the past several weeks I'd planned on doing this morning. But the Lord put this psalm in my heart in recent days. I hope it's a blessing to you. It's a little bit longer than a normal psalm, so bear with me. I want to focus on several words found in the beginning verses of this psalm. Please take note of these words as I read through it. The words are at the beginning of verses 1, 3, 4, 5, and 7. Fret not, trust, delight, commit, and rest. Follow along as I read the entire psalm. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger, and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord... They shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, the wicked shall not be. Thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plotted against the just, and gnashes upon him with his teeth. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth his day coming. The wicked have drawn out the sword, have bent their bow. To cast down the poor and needy, to slay such as be of upright conversation. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time. And in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of lambs. They shall consume, and to smoke, they shall consume away. The wicked borroweth, and payeth not again. But the righteous showeth mercy, and giveth. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way. That's right. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Amen. I have been young, and now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Yes. Depart from evil, and do good, and dwell forevermore. Yes. For the Lord loveth judgment, and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. 
The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom, and his tongue talketh of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart, none of his steps shall slide. The wicked watcheth the righteous, and seeketh to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait on the Lord, and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. I have seen the wicked in great power, spreading himself like a green bay tree. Yet he passed away, and lo, he was not. Yea, I sought him, but he could not be found. Mark the perfect man, behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together, the end of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord, he is their strength in time of trouble. The Lord shall help them, deliver them, he shall deliver them from the wicked, and save them, because they trust in him. Back to verse 1. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. In verse 2, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. We don't need to fret or worry about evildoers or be envious of them. I was amazed at the times David wrote about his enemies and how many times he asked the Lord to deliver him from them throughout the Psalms when I was studying this passage. Asaph wrote in Psalm 73 as well about a time that he was cast down and his life and envious against the wicked because of their prosperity. He wrote, For I was foolish at the I was envious at the foolish, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Their eyes stand out with fatness, they have more than heart could wish, and they say, How doth God know? Is there knowledge in the most high? Behold, these are the ungodly, who prosper in the world, they increase in riches. But when Asaph went to the sanctuary and to the house of the Lord, he said, Then understood I their end. Surely thou didst set them in slippery places. Thou castest them down into destruction. How are they brought into desolation, as in a moment? They are utterly consumed with terrors. Solomon says the same thing in Proverbs twenty-four nineteen. He says, Fret not thyself because of evil men, neither be thou envious at the wicked, for there shall be... No reward to the evil man, and the candle of the wicked shall be put out. There's many verses throughout the Psalms that should comfort us and show us that we don't have to worry or fret about this world and the wicked that are in it. Just as this Psalm alone says several times, the evildoers shall be cut off. Verse 9 and 10, For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. In verse 13, the Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth his day coming. Whenever we start to become anxious or fearful because of our enemies, we can go directly to the Lord and put our trust in him to take care of them for us. We don't have to take the matters into our own hands. We can just pray. The Lord will avenge us of our enemies in his time. He seeth their day approaching, and he knows when each one will be cut off. Continuing on this same topic, verse 28 says, The Lord loveth judgment. Forsaketh not his saints, they are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. about verse 34? Wait on the Lord, keep his way. He shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. Our brother Jonathan Carnell gave us an example on Wednesday about praying for an enemy to be removed from a team at work. It was done. He was able to see it as this verse promises. 
I've heard of other examples like this. It may seem the wicked are prospering. It can be discouraging to experience verses like 35 where it says, I've seen the wicked in great power spreading himself like a green bay tree, but it's only for a little season. The very next verse says, Yet he passed away, and lo, he was not. Yea, I sought him, but he could not be found. David speaks very plainly in Psalm 18, gives praises to the Lord for his deliverance of his enemies. He says in verse 47 of Psalm 18, It is God that avengeth me, and subdueth the people under me. He delivereth me from my enemies. Yea, thou liftest me up above those that rise up against me. Thou hast delivered me from the violent man. Therefore will I give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and sing praises unto thy name. Let us praise the Lord for giving us so few enemies in this life and delivering us from the ones we have at different times in our life. Amen. We don't have to fret. The Lord will soon cut them off and they'll wither away as the grass. Verse, uh, the word two, which is trust. Uh, verse three, trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Amen. Verse 25 says, I have been young, now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Jehovah Jireh, Jireh, Jehovah Jireh, means the Lord will provide. How many of you have missed any meals this week because you're not able to afford it? The Lord has provided for us. We've been blessed abundantly in this land, and the Lord has fed us. And Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask, shall be given you, seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh, receiveth. He that receiveth, he that seeketh, findeth. To him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you who of his son asks bread? Will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Right. All we have to do is ask. Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Maketh me to lie down in green pastures, he leadeth me beside the still waters. In verse 34 of this psalm, Wait on the Lord, keep his way, he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. Can we trust the Lord to provide? Yes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, as it says in Hebrews 13. Not only does he give us material goods and food, he also gives us spiritual food. Right. John 4:13, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give shall never thirst. Amen. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of springing, a well of water springing up into everlasting life. <clears throat> Proverbs fourteen twenty seven. Fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. We can even ask for wisdom and he'll give us that as well as it says in James. Yes. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not and it shall be given him. Amen. David also spoke often of his trust in the Lord. Psalm 18 says, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. Psalm 910, he says, And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. If we seek the Lord and trust Him, He'll take care of us as all these verses promise. Yes. A few more verses for this point. Some trust in chariots, 
summon horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Amen. Psalm 34, I'll taste and see the Lord is good. Right. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Amen. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them, because they trust in him. Amen. Delight. Verse 4. Delight thyself also in the Lord, shall give thee desires of thine heart. Not only should we not fret and put our trust in the Lord, we should delight in him. Are you able to just delight in the Lord? And we have some great examples like Scott Collins want to just delight in the Lord and dedicating themselves to do just that. Jerry challenged us a few weeks ago to outdo him and his love for the Lord. The steps of good men are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in them. Verse 23 and 24, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. What are some things we can delight in? We can start with the law of the Lord. Psalm 1, 2, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate Amen. day and night. Right, man. Psalm 40, I delight to do thy will, O my God, yea, thy law is within my heart. The Lord says those who love his law will be blessed, as in Psalm 112, verse 1, Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. We can also delight ourselves in the statutes of the Lord, his word, and his commandments. Psalm 119, 16, I will delight myself in thy statutes, I will not forget thy word. In John 14, Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Right. The Lord says in Jeremiah 9 that he delights in us, praising him for our knowledge of him. Yes. Yes. 23 and 24 of Jeremiah. Thus saith the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches, but him, let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knowing, knoweth me, that I am the Lord which exercise loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth, for in these things I delight, right. saith the Lord. Amen. We can also honor the Lord by keeping Sunday for Him. That's a day for church, fellowship, speaking of the goodness and mercy of the Lord, and for rest. Right. Isaiah wrote, If thou wilt turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord, honorable, and thou shalt honor Him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words, Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. May the Lord cause us to focus on the first half of this verse, delight ourselves in the Lord and Jesus Christ, and not worry about the second half. So we delight ourselves in him, we do not have need of anything else. Commit. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Proverbs 16, 3, Commit thy works to the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Just give it to the Lord, and he'll take care of you. We've already seen numerous times in these verses I've given you this morning, the Lord will take care of us. Psalm 73, 28, It is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God, that I might declare all thy works. In Psalm 118, 8 and 9, both tell us it's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man or princes. 
Who else are you going to trust to take care of you? There is no higher being. As in Ecclesiastes 5, it says, For he that is higher than the highest regardeth, and there be higher than they. Commit your ways unto him. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall bring it to pass. Lastly, we can rest in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospered in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Joshua 21:44. The Lord gave them rest round about, according to all that he sware unto their fathers. There stood not a man of all their enemies before them. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hand. Verse 18 of Psalm 37. Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. And verse 37. Mark the perfect man, behold the upright, for into that man is peace. Yes. We can and will have peace and rest if we do the first four items I've spoken of this morning. Last two verses of the chapter again. But the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. The Lord shall help them, deliver them, shall deliver them from the wicked, and save them because they trust in him. Fret not, trust, delight yourself in him, commit your ways unto him, and rest in the Lord. Amen. Amen.